From Commander.com, welcome to the Tech Refresh Podcast, where we scour the internet to feature just the right digital news, gadgets, and stories to keep you up to date. Our promise is you give us about 30 minutes, and we'll make sure you're in the know and the go-to digital source for your friends and family. After an exhaustive nationwide search to find just the right digitally savvy host, they finally gave up, and you got me. I'm Mike James, along with our distinguished panel of experts. We start with Commando content queen, Ali Seligman. Welcome, Allie. Hello, Mike. And our news director at Commander.com is Ben Bradley. Hey, Mike. The wise one. We're calling we're calling you the <laughs> wise one now because you're going to help me today on uh, brand new or not true. But we're going to start with the news. And Allie, go ahead. Okay. At this point, we have been talking about holiday shopping for months. December is finally here and Black Friday, Cyber Monday have come and gone. Now, we expected big numbers, but... The the totals for this shopping weekend are going to blow your mind. So keep in mind, too, we're in the middle of a pandemic, so many people out of work, and still the records have been shattered. So online sales for just Cyber Monday, $10.8 billion. Black Friday was another $9 billion. So far for the shopping season, $100 billion. So let's, let's put a little bit of this in perspective. Cyber Monday... Okay, ten about $10 billion. What, what does that mean? Well, you could buy 135,000 Tesla Model Xs. Now, the average home in the U.S. is, right now, we're sitting around $320,000. So you could buy a nice house for, you know, 38,000 of your closest friends. Uh, you could also launch a, a SpaceX flight about 5,000 times because those cost about $2 million each. So it's an enormous amount of money. It's absolutely ridiculous. Last year in total for the, the 2019 shopping season, uh, the total spend was about $142 billion. This year, the projections are $189. So absolutely crazy. Did either of you buy anything this shopping weekend? I did a little bit of shopping, but I'm, I'm talking bare minimum and maybe a couple little Christmas gifts because, frankly, I'm, I'm just kind of shopped out right now. Cyber Monday started a month ago, (laughs) and I've been going through the site, you know, every day finding stuff that we can, you know, feature on commando.com, and it's like everything is on sale at Amazon, (laughs) and it's just, it's difficult. I just, Amazon and I, we're going to take a break, you know, just for a little Mm. while. Resistance to Amazon. <laughs> well, don't tell anyone. I have a reputation to. Keep yeah, up. right. Uh, so I did. You know, I I'm kind of the same way. Is it seems like all this kind of Cyber Monday and Friday all kind of mesh together. I think I started shopping on Thanksgiving and started shopping. I bought one thing. I bought a new tablet. I needed it for a while. I was oh, kind nice. of waiting for Black Friday to buy it, and I couldn't even wait. I I, I think I got a great price. You know, it just seems like eh, it's it's not going to be that much different tomorrow. So I bought that a little bit early, and and that was the extent of my shopping on uh, Amazon or online shopping. Yeah, the deals all kind of do go together, right? And it feels like, well, it's going to be on sale tomorrow. It was on sale yesterday. So the biggest sellers for Cyber Monday this year, uh, Super Mario game, AirPods, which we've talked about. Uh, ben just got a pair recently. People love them. Uh, lots of toys. VTech toys were number three. Computers, Dell computers, which I love to see. And Chromecasts, which I'm a big Chromecast person. I have one at home. Oh, cool. You like it? I do. It's super easy. If you want to stream anything from your phone or your computer right to your TV, it's, you know, click one button. It's great. And they're cheap. 
They are cheap, yeah. You know, after all these sales, everybody's waiting for their packages. Enter the scammers. Um, they, you know, those delivery scams were crazy in November. 440% increase from October. So, you know, text messages, emails. Um, ben, I know you get these all the time too. I do. I do. It's, it's FedEx, UPS, but that's not even the the one that has the most though, right? Yeah. Yeah. The, the most impersonated is actually DHL, which I haven't gotten that one yet, but I have uh, my fair share of those fake Amazon and uh, fake FedEx delivery in my inbox and my text messages. Okay. I am all shopped out. I know all of us are. Let's talk about our other favorite topic, Facebook. Yes. Facebook in the news again. Well, word on the street is that the DOJ really, really this time is about to hit Google and Facebook with new antitrust lawsuits, and then it may or may not happen in early January. Either way, with Facebook, it's going to be about data, and it's going to be about, you know, how they stifle competition by buying anyone who stands up against them, like they did with Instagram and WhatsApp. Well, even with all this antitrust scrutiny that's been going on now here and around the world for years, they're buying again. You know, they bought Giphy over the summer for $400 million, and just this week, they bought a startup called Customer for a cool $1 billion. That's Customer with a K. Anyone heard of that? No. <laughs> nope. Yeah, I hadn't either until this week. But it's, it's some kind of customer service chat bot. It basically pulls in customer conversations from different channels. So like email and uh, chat and text, however customers would contact these companies. It pulls them all into one screen. So like when you... Go onto a retail website. You get that little pop-up chat box, like those kind of things. Yeah, yeah, that. Cool. And I guess if you if you email that way or if any other kind of way, it aggregates all of that, brings it all together, so these businesses can see all the messages in one place, and you know nothing gets lost. Well, on the surface, it seems kind of like a strange thing for Facebook to buy. They buy, you know, other platforms, other social media platforms. Not, not this. But when you think about it. You know, they hit e-commerce hard when they bought or when they uh, opened up Marketplace uh, a few years ago. And then they opened Facebook shops to help small businesses earlier this year. And now this startup will further streamline how businesses can sell their products through Facebook. So it's a nice move on Facebook's part. But when you think about it, the happier those businesses are, the more they're going to spend to advertise on Facebook. So it doesn't matter if it's a different kind of company, you know, Facebook sees the dollar signs. Yeah, they're hoping to recoup that $1 billion they just paid, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. If they paid a billion dollars for it, you know they're going to make that much back the next three to five years. How do they make it back? It's, again, your information, your data being sold. They're tracking you. They're just finding another way to do it. Is that about the bottom line? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, the, their whole operation, it's, uh, I think the last number, it's 99% of the money they make is based on ad revenue. And, and if this helps that and takes away from other, you know, other platforms, whether it be Amazon Marketplace or others, it's, that's only good for them as a, as a bonus. Yeah. It's, if you, I mean, if you look at it from the outside looking in, it's, a, it's an advertising agency that is purported to be a social media company. You know. mm-hmm. Absolutely. So speaking of companies that, know everything about you. I got an email from Amazon this week that, Ben, I know you got it too. I was uh, 
lots of us did. And it was a moment of like, oh, what's this? So give us the background on that. So take you back to last year. Amazon has a big fall event every year where they, you know, roll out the new Echoes and ring cameras and everything. Well, last year in 2019, they quietly mentioned this new thing called Sidewalk. It's not something you buy like a, a tangible product. It's basically, and try to explain this uh, in a very, it, it's very complex in how they've set it up, but it's a mesh network that's supposed to increase the range of your own home network. So you, you're, the stuff on your network never loses connectivity. Like let's say you've got outdoor security cameras or you know, smart landscaping lights, stuff that's far away from your router that might get a weak signal. Well, this is supposed to fix that and all for all of your compatible tech. Well, it does that because it creates this network through your Echo smart speakers and your Ring branded cameras, and it borrows, I say borrows, a little bit of your internet bandwidth. Just a little bit. It's fine. Like a, like Just a, a smidge. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, right? They don't actually say how much they don't, you know, there's not a lot of specifics around it. It's just like, yeah, just, just let us have a bit. Just a bit. Yeah. They, they, they don't go into it a lot. And, but the whole idea is they take your little bit of internet and connect to your devices. And then they do that with your neighbors and, you know, echo and ring devices and their internet. And the more people who are on it, the bigger your neighborhood sidewalk is. Oh my gosh, what could go wrong? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Now, Amazon says, you know, for the, the privacy concerns, and oh yeah, <laughs> there are some. Amazon says that Sidewalk's triple layer encryption is going to keep data safe and that nothing will be accessible by them or your neighbors. But I mean, come on, this is untested. And all it takes is one device, even if it's your smart coffee pot being compromised to, you know, let somebody into your entire network. Yeah, I got that email and the first thing I did was opt out because that's that's the tricky part too. This isn't opt in. You have to opt out if you don't want it. You're automatically enrolled. That's the catch, yes. So if you've got that email, now go check your inbox because especially if you have Gmail because a lot of people are saying that Gmail classified it as a promotion email. So it, it may have automatically slid that Amazon email into the promotions box. So check there if you use Gmail. And then... You know, go in, opt out. You know, I don't know about you. I'm just, I'm not ready to, maybe it will be great, but right now, too many concerns, too many privacy issues. I'm not interested in uh, being a guinea pig on that. No, doesn't sound like a really good idea. You'd think somebody would step up at the company and just say, look, I don't think this is, a lot of people are going to sign up for this. Uh, Or everybody's just going to opt out. At any rate, more Tech Refresh is just ahead, including the scam of the week, which involves Costco. Also, a quick tip about searching Google. And speaking of uh, prices going up, cable prices are going up. We'll take a deep dive into that. And brand new or not true is next on the Tech Refresh podcast from Commander.com. So we're back on the Tech Refresh podcast from Commander.com. And before we get to brand new or not true, we have a quick tip we want to share with you. Ben. I remember way back, you know, when search engines as a whole were this kind of new sorcery. You, you look for something and boom, instant results. Well, they're just expected to work now. But, you know, with the sheer amount of sites indexed across the entire web, it's hard to find what you're looking for. And so it's really good to know a few of these tricks, especially if you use Google. For one... 
You might not know it, but you don't have to search the entire web if you know what site the information you're looking for is on. So in the Google search bar, just type site and then colon and then the URL followed by your search terms, and Google will only search that site. You can also search for specific file types. In the search bar, this time just type file type. That's one word in place of site. Then the search terms, followed by something like it can be PDF or JPEG, and it'll filter the results that way. We've got a list of those search tips at commando.com, but here's my favorite, excluding words you do not need. So you just add a hyphen minus sign right before a word that you don't want to come up in results, and like magic, it won't. Ooh, pretty cool, Ben. Thank you. All right, it's time for America's newest national game show sensation where you can play and guess, is it brand new or not true? Every week, literally literally thousands of new products, sites, apps, and services are announced in the technology world. Some are destined for greatness. Others, well, not so much. Oftentimes, products sound so crazy, outlandish, and just ridiculous. You sit back and think, what were they thinking? And before you know it, tech just created its newest millionaire. When playing brand new or not true, we're going to present you, the home listener, with three products, sites, or ideas. It's up to you to decide which of the products are not true. You're going to have two of them that are not true or fake. And then through the process of elimination, which of the three are true? There's going to be one of those. And Allie is going to present and Ben and I are going to guess the uh, the true product, the fake products, all of that. Go ahead, Allie. All right, no pressure, right? I just so we lay this out there. I think the two of you should have to guess separately because maybe I can at least okay. fool one of you. All right. Okay. Okay. We are going to start. I'm going to say whatever Ben says because he's smart. <laughs> no, you have to guess first, Mike. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to start in the smart home world. Lots of us have upgraded our regular old doorknob or door locks to something a little smarter. I don't use keys anymore to open my door. I use a little touchpad. The latest innovation from Schlage goes even further than what's on the market. Instead of standing there pressing your fingerprint onto a little scanner or typing in a code, the entire surface of the bridge knob can read your palm. You have to hold it a little longer than you normally would to open the door, but in about three seconds, it scans your hand and it opens up if your prints match those that are synced with the knob. Bridge stores up to eight handprints and you can change them out at any time in the app. This is coming in spring 2021 and it costs $299. And what's it called? Bridge? Yep. It's called the Schlage Bridge. Okay. Why is it called the bridge if it's a handprint? I mean, I don't get it. I mean, I'm not on their marketing team. I don't know. (laughs) Sounds fancy. I don't know. It does sound fancy. (laughs) All right. We have all had this happen. You make this delicious meal. You spend all this time cooking and realize, I have way too much food. I'm not going to eat all this. So instead of just having to deal with a bunch of leftovers, what if you could share it? Well, you can with Mealy. Download the app. It's for Android or iPhone. You create a free account and you can post the meal that you want to share. You can do this for free or you can charge a small fee. You upload photos if you want, a description, and you can mark whether the food should be picked up or delivered. Uh, You include your location, of course, but no one will see your exact coordinates until you find someone who wants the meal that you posted. It is free to use. Sounds like a great idea, like an Amazon sidewalk. But uh, You know, it's, it's a little out there for me, but hey, you know, people love a home-cooked meal. All right, and last up, 
I think by now we all know just how much data is collected about all of us. Your name and your email address are linked with, you know, basically everything you do online, what you purchase, where you go, what you search for, and even where you go in real life because of the GPS on your phone. Now, Gifter uses all that data in a new way that you might actually like. So for a small fee, you submit the name of one of your loved ones and you get back 10 gift recommendations for that person, all backed by a data profile. It's definitely not scary. So the database contains millions of people, but don't worry if there's not enough information for your recipient, you don't have to pay anything. You'll only see gifts that have a 90% or higher chance of pleasing your recipient. Of course, that's based on Gifter's data and their algorithms. Now, you can pay $5 for a one-time profile, or you can pay $12 for a year of unlimited gift suggestions for a person. So, you know, that covers birthdays, Christmas, any other gift-giving holidays. You can get an unlimited list for up to five people for just 20 bucks a year. That is a very small price to pay for so much information. Well, these all sound pretty ridiculous. The Schleg Palm Reader called the bridge that will uh, let you in the mealy where you can post your extra meals for free or for a few mm-hmm. bucks if you want to make some money and the the gifter i'm gonna let you go first mike yeah this is pretty tough they're all pretty ridiculous which would be the most likely i'm gonna say that first of all the schleg palm reader is gonna be i think the least likely the bridge is the least likely the meal the mealy most useless for sure and the gift thing recommendation thing you know it's christmas maybe they're trying something new i'm gonna say the gift recommendation thingy is the real product some kind of an app the gifter is the real product the mealy and the schleg palm reader are false go ahead ben i'll start with the Schleg, you asked a minute ago why why it was called Bridge, and probably because Palm Reader doesn't really sound good. <laughs> the Schleg Palm Reader. <laughs> <That's right>. It's <laughs> like, I'm going to die in five days. You know, it's just, it's great. <laughs> now, as far as the technology goes, I can see it. I, I know Schleg, they actually make these smart locks, Wi-Fi connected, you know, uh, biometric with thumbprints. I, I don't know about anything with the Palm Reader, the Bridge, but I'd at least buy that that's real so mm-hmm. i i'm you buy that it could, yeah, be, it could done, be done is yes. what you're saying even if it's not out yet i think okay. i mean depending on you know because your palm print is like your fingerprint it can open doors too so i'd, I'd say i'd go ahead and say that's real and the, the mealy thing it's like yeah i you know there's nothing i would use but it doesn't seem like out of the realm of there's so many things that five years ago you could have said that's going to be around i was like no it's not but that, I mean, this is just one of those things. Mm-hmm. Okay, it probably exists. The the gifter thing, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that being the fake. It just sounds like too much data. Can't imagine family being happy that that they're this company that has all this information to, you know, not only has it but is recommending what they want. And I just I don't know if that would go over well if the if the gifter, the person giving the gift, actually admitted this is how they picked that perfect gift is by using AI and you know, whatever. So I'm going to say Gifter is, all right, I'm going to go with Mealy being the least likely. Okay, so you're saying the Schleg Palm Reader is real. And Allie, will you tell us the real product, please? 
Well, first, let me tell you a couple things. That Schlaglock sounds awesome, right? I want that. That does not exist. Uh, <laughs> but that should be next on their list. Okay. Uh, the data collection gifter, I you know, it's possible, but not real. Oh, no. It's Neely. Neely is the real one. Can we both you? got it wrong. Gosh, so we had a two happy. out of three chance. I fooled you both. I love it. All right. going with that. Yeah. Can you imagine <laughs> logging into Mealy and going to get a, a sandwich yeah, from your to neighbor? somebody else's maid and then you pay oh. a couple like Splitting a TV dinner. I mean, that's you know, just... Okay. Well, like also, we say, that'll not- be the next trillion dollar product and there'll be a billion, another billionaire made and probably Facebook will buy it. Yeah, there you uh, go. Maybe, more maybe after the eat. pandemic though, right? Not not really the time for that. <laughs> okay. So Allie, you are the champion this week. Congratulations. Thank you. And that's going to conclude this week's edition of Brand New or Not True. Thanks to our distinguished panelists, except for Allie because she stumped us. <laughs> but uh, we'll try again next week. Later on, we're going to take a look at a scam of the week that involves Costco, believe it or not. Also, cutting the cable, still thinking about cutting the cable. We'll take a look at that. And later on, how an app helped a guy do a long-distance run, a disabled person do a long-distance run. All coming up on Tech Refresh from Commando.com. Welcome back to Tech Refresh from Commando.com. Every week we give you the inside scoop on what's going on in tech so you're in the know and the source of tech information for your friends and family. Every week about this time we take an in-depth look into issues that affect technology, lifestyle, and this week we're going to take a look at cutting the cable. Are you still thinking about cutting the cable? To cut the cord or to not cut – I don't think there's any real way to Shakespeare that, but (laughs) – no surprise, DirecTV is raising its prices again. again. And so is Comcast. They just announced it a few days ago. And, and it makes you wonder how traditional service like that is still hanging on. But it's it's not that easy. You know, I still have satellite for live TV, mainly for sports. But, you know, I also have Netflix, Hulu, and some of the others. I haven't completely cut the cord because I've had live streaming TV before. And in, in my experience, it was it was glitchy. It had a you know bad interface. It trying to rewind and fast forward. It was a joke. I mean, it was it was frustrating. And you know, I also had to juggle the number of like simultaneous streams. How many people can be watching at the same time? You've got those limits, and and how much internet bandwidth it takes up because it's important if you have a big family. Still, the argument is streaming TV is cheaper, and okay, it is. But you know, YouTube TV. Uh, that's one of the, the bigger names of live TV streaming. In July, they went up 10 bucks a month. Hulu plus live TV just in the last few days did the same thing. And now they're, they're both 65 bucks a month to start. And that's not even including the premium add-ons. And if you want all those water cooler shows, you still can't go without Netflix, you know, Prime Video, Disney Plus, whatever. So my point is the cable bills we've been trying to get away from for years are coming back. The only difference now is that you're watching on a Roku instead of a cable box and you have to keep an eye on your internet data caps. So, I mean, what do you guys do? Yeah, that's crazy. 65 bucks for, you know, those live TV streaming. At that point, why not just get regular cable, right? It's been many, many, many years since I've had cable, so I don't even remember how much it costs at this point. But, you know, I kind of gave up just watching regular TV channels, too. I have a couple streaming services, but... I guess I'm just lucky because I'm not a huge TV person. Well, I am. 
<laughs> well, yeah, but you got sports. I watch TV in the evenings. I cut my cable when I moved last, which was about three years ago. And quite honestly, I, I was really surprised that I didn't miss it hardly at all. And I used to watch a lot of football, too, on the weekends. And uh, now I find, wow, I've got a lot more time on the weekends <laughs> to do uh, to do other stuff. So um, my most of my entertainment actually comes from YouTube now. Uh, it's just the one YouTube and I watch all the commercials. So if I pay the 10 bucks, do I, do I get to skip all the commercials? You do. Well, I mean the, their live TV is what, 65 a month, but they do have the, the premium YouTube where you can cut the commercials for much cheaper. Yeah. And I think that's pretty much commercial for YouTube with the originals. And then of course the live TV, but you know, come back to sports because it, this is okay. And this is a very first world problem for me. Watching a game on streaming is it's usually at least on a minute, minute and a half delay from actually watching it on regular TV or cable. And so you might get phone alerts, push alerts about a big play or that a close game <laughs> has ended before it happens on your screen. And, oh, man, I hate that. You know, but it's – and they just make it a mess you with all You just got to mute those. Yeah. Well, you try to get on streaming anyway, and it's like all these licensing agreements. You can get this sports channel through DirecTV, but you can't get it through Hulu Live TV. And, I mean, it's just a mess of – you know, all these rates and exclusivity and licensing. and Well, and even the, the sports services themselves. I'm a big hockey fan, and, you know, I've, I've definitely paid for the NHL package before. But, you know, you inevitably end up all these games you want to watch are blacked out. So it's like, why did I just spend, uh, you know, 100 bucks for the season when I can't even watch what I want? It's a gotcha. And then when you cut the cord, the first thing they do is they raise your, your Internet bill, right? So you get your package. <laughs> And then you cut it and you're paying, you know, three quarters of what you were before anyway, because they, they get you coming and going, I guess. The new thing in my house, we realized we had all these, you know, Hulu and Netflix and CBS All Access and Amazon, all these ones that we weren't watching because we usually are just watching one or two shows at a time. So we've decided from now on, we'll pick our service that we're watching right now. We'll cancel the other ones. And then when we want to start it again, awesome. We'll just start it and get the you know, promo rate again to start it back up. We are very different people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's time for our scam of the week, which has to do with Costco. What's that about? Okay. We all love free stuff. And I bet you have those friends on your Facebook page, friends, family members who are always sharing like, you know, click this link and you can get a hundred dollars off it. Blah, blah, blah. Those things. Yes. We normally, un we understand because we're all smart people, right? That those are fake. Well, there's a new one uh, around Costco that has fooled many, many people. So this was a Facebook page pretending to be Costco, offering uh, something from the CEO, written by him, uh, saying to celebrate Costco's 35th birthday, every single person who commented or shared in the next 24 hours would get a Christmas food box with 250 bucks of groceries and a $35 Costco voucher. Limit one food box per person, of course. No, it wasn't real. Uh, lots of people got fooled by that one. There was a almost identical post from the grocery store Aldi, which is um, really big in Europe and is uh, lots of locations here now. But same thing. So if you see something saying, hey, get a bunch of free groceries, not real. Uh, the real big tell for this one, if you went to the page itself uh, on Facebook, there's a page or there's a something you can click that says page transparency and you can see when the page was started, who started it. So the big tell for the Costco one, the page was started the day before. So, uh, and even if it's real, think it through. I mean, come on, it's Costco. It's huge, but 
If seriously, they gave everybody a box of food, we responded. <laughs> Costco will be filing for bankruptcy next week. Yeah, there's <laughs> there's several different. I've I've seen those emails. There's several different uh, variations of that email, but Costco doesn't give things away for free. They are a business and they need to make money. So I would just uh, well, free samples, right? Well, whatever, right, right. <laughs> Sometimes, not not these days. All right, coming up next, how a disabled long distance runner ran a marathon by himself. I'll give you a hint how he did it with technology. That's next on Tech Refresh from Commando.com. It's the Tech Refresh podcast from Commando.com. And one of the things that we've been looking at is there's a runner with a disability and an app that allowed him to run a long way. It's a feel-good story, Allie. Yeah, I love this story. Anytime there's a story about tech helping someone to do something that they couldn't otherwise do, I, these are so heartwarming to me. So Thomas Panic lost his sight in his 20s. He had a genetic or he has a genetic disorder, but he never gave up running. Normally, he ran with a human running partner or a guide dog to help him. Uh, in 2019, he ran the New York City Half Marathon, and he had a, a three-dog relay team to help him get through it. But he decided, hey, I want to run a race without another person and without a dog guiding me. I want to do it on my own. So he got together with this company that was developing an app, and he used the app to run a 5K all by himself, didn't have a dog or a person with him. The app is really awesome. It uses uh, camera-assisted AI to track little markers along the way to calculate his position and his orientation and make sure that he got audio cues to let him know if he was veering off course. So essentially held the phone up, the phone sees where he's going and lets him know in his ears uh, which way to turn and where to go. So he finished a 5K, um, such an awesome thing. And, you know, just imagine how many people technology like this could help, runners or not. That's great. And that's like the stuff they put in the new iPhone with the the distance measuring. And so I can only imagine how far that's even going to go in the next few years to, to help people with those you know, sensory issues, whether it's hearing or seeing or anything else. Okay, with that, thank you for listening to the Tech Refresh podcast, heard exclusively on Tech You Should Know from Commander.com. If you haven't already, make sure you click the subscribe button so you get this podcast delivered automatically every Friday with uh, Tech You Should Know. And also, get you special feature podcasts, including this week's other podcasts, which is one full hour of the Kim Commando show. Again, that's on Tech You Should Know this week. And you would, uh, if you'd like to comment about this podcast, good or bad, mostly good, send us an email to podcast at commando.com. And again, that's podcast at commando.com. On behalf of Ben, Allie, I'm Mike. We'll see you next time. And for the latest digital news and articles anytime, go to commando.com with a K. That's K O M A N D O. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Mike.